Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We're about to have a mini workshop. Dr. Rashad Ritchie, of course, has stuck around. Uh, and joining us is the program manager at Power the Polls. Tomorrow is Poll Worker Recruitment Day, and we're going to learn what everything you need to know about working the polls. And I'm talking not those kind of polls, but the election polls. I know a lot of y'all have been watching P-Valley. Not those polls, although we might need to do that at some point, but not today. Let me welcome to the show, Jane Slusser. Hi. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, Poll working is, I think, a thankless job, and it might be even a little dangerous now with the climate, the current climate, particularly in states like Florida, Texas, you know, uh, the southern states, a lot of places where folk are under siege. Uh, what can you tell us about your efforts and how long have you been doing this uh, power of the polls? Yes. So um, our efforts, we are a first of our kind initiative um, focused on recruiting poll workers all across the United States. And we launched in 2020, um, largely as a response to the COVID pandemic, where we saw so many poll workers who had previously served, uh, really fearing for their public safety and health uh, in going to the polls. The average age of a poll worker is over 60. So we had a lot of folks that just didn't feel comfortable with their health status. Um, and we needed to start working on recruiting sort of the next generation of poll workers. Um, we saw in that election during the primaries that when poll workers don't show up, polling locations are shut down. And instead of having hundreds of polling locations, we only had a dozen in a few places, which meant long lines and people waiting all day and really not actually having access to that ballot box. So we sought out to recruit about 250,000 people to sign up with us. We recruited over 700,000 folks um, who were able to help make sure that we didn't have shortages in 2020. Uh, we are back for the midterm election because uh, we are facing shortages all over again. And we're hearing from administrators um, who have had issues in the primaries where they just don't have enough folks to staff all the locations that they need. So we are trying to get as many applications in as possible as early as possible this year, which is why we've got poll worker recruitment day starting tomorrow um, to help get folks signed up so that everybody has access to the ballot box this November. Yeah, I love it. This is awesome. Um, I see the states that you all have a focus in. These are all of these states had a legislative response to the last election. Let me put it that way. I know you're nonpartisan, so I won't get into the partisan angle. But every single state you have here is a focus at a legislative response to the last election. I remember Georgia Senate Bill 202, which provided some additional restrictions to, to accessing uh, the ballot. Three dynamics really interesting about poll workers. Obviously, they should be protected. Mm -hmm. There should also be an increase of pay. We had to do this in Atlanta in order to secure individuals for the next election. We basically had to double, sometimes even triple what they got paid in a day. I think that's good for democracy. We're saying that democracy is the foundation of our entire country then we should pay them top dollar. These are all temporary positions. So have you all found that advocating for increased pay helps with the recruitment dynamic of temporary poll workers? 
So we saw in 2020, actually, a number of jurisdictions did up their pay. They doubled it um, and, and sort of added as much as they possibly could. Our election administrators also, they run our democracy on a shoestring budget. It's yep. really amazing that we are able to, that we are all able to have access to go in and vote. Um, it's a miracle <laughs> that these elections get put on. It's our election administrators and it's those poll workers who they get to the polls at 5 a.m. That means that they have woken up even before then to get there, make sure that that rec center, that church, that school gym, wherever that polling location is, they're making sure that that's open. And they work all day long. Uh, a lot of times they don't have shifts. It's a full day, uh, which is really difficult, which means, you know, you have to take the day off work. If you've got childcare, that's a challenge. that's going to make it difficult for you to do that. Um, so we saw a lot of administrators trying to pay people more to get them in the door. But what we've also seen is that people do step up and they really care about doing this. They are surprised when they find out that they can get paid um, because they see this as a civic duty. And when they hear about things like, you know, that there have been threats to poll workers or anything like that, they act, that actually seems to motivate people more. Mm. And as they see sort of the most basic act of our democracy going to vote, get sort of politicized and be polarizing, a lot of people say, I don't care who you're going to vote for. I just care that you actually have the ability to do that. And so we see that actually motivating a lot of folks that sign up with us. Um, they just don't, they just need to be told, hey, this is something that we need help with. And once people hear that call, which is why it's so important for us to get out there and have people talking about this, um, people step up and want to serve. All right. So tomorrow you are recruiting, you're putting out a clarion call. What are you looking for? Because I, I feel like most poll workers are like retired, you know, um, you know, but how, how long do they have to serve yeah. on election day? What is it? What does it look like? What are, what are you requiring of people? Yeah. So um, there are election workers are needed both for early voting and for election day. So I already mentioned election day is kind of the most grueling because you got to get there real early and you usually got to stay the whole day um, and close up. Um, so that can be really strenuous for folks um, who just can't sort of do that entire day. But early voting is also something that's really important that sometimes administrators want somebody to be there multiple days through early voting so that they have you really become well versed in how to run that polling location. Um, some of the other things that we've heard from administrators is that they're looking for folks who are tech savvy. Um, if you, you know, have voted in the last five years, you probably noticed that your machine looks a little different now than it did before. It might look more like a touchscreen tablet iPad. Um, so they're not looking for folks that have computer degrees. They're looking for someone who knows how to use a smartphone, can walk through that process for somebody who might have some difficulty with it. Um, we've also heard from administrators we are tracking about 200 jurisdictions where there's a large population of folks who speak another language and where they want to have people who are able to provide assistance to those voters in another language. Um, so looking for Spanish language voters or bilingual poll workers um, and others who speak other languages as well. Uh, but really, the most important thing is folks who um, you know understand this commitment are committed to showing up working their entire shift and um, everything that we've heard from people who've signed up with us in 2020, 97% of folks that served as a poll worker through power of the polls, they were first time poll workers. Mm. And like you, it's a hard day, but people, the responses we got afterwards was like, well, I'm going to be a poll worker for the rest of my life. Now, this was one of the hardest days that I ever worked, but it was also one of the most rewarding because I was actually could see that I was responsible for making voting possible for everyone in my community. 
We have um, on powerthepolls.org all of these questions, how to apply, submitting your poll working app application if you have disabilities there's also uh something answer uh you you answer that question there if they don't want to be paid we know you get paid but if you don't want to be paid you suggest that they can donate their money or ask their administrator about waiving the wages uh safety precautions that that is answered every question that you may have is answered on powerthepolls.org uh so tomorrow the 16th is poll worker recruitment day is it going to end like the, the site is still going to be up on the 17th, right? Everything is still going to be up. So this is really our way to draw a lot of attention. You are, I hope tomorrow you wake up and you get an email from every organization that you are a member of telling you to sign up as a poll worker. I hope you hear it from every celebrity you follow on whatever social media. Um, but this is really the kickoff for us raising a lot of awareness. Um, we do want to make sure that you sign up. So if you go to powerthepolls.org, we redirect you to a page that has all the information about your local jurisdiction, the requirements there. There are thousands of uh, unique local jurisdictions across the country. They all have slightly different rules and applications. You just come to our site, give you your, us your zip code, your phone number, and your, your name, and you get connected um, to fulfill that application. And then we just help you along the process. We nag you if you haven't completed that application. Uh, we make sure that you get it in um, and we answer any questions that you have along the way. But at that point, you are working with your administrators. They will probably get in touch with you, probably not for another month. They're really busy um, going through applications, getting ready for election day. So sometimes folks don't hear uh, from them right till the training's happening. You get signed up for training, you get your placement, and then you're able to serve um, either for early voting or on election day. I love this. Um, again, power the polls, P O L L S. I have to make the distinction. Dot <laughs> org. Lord uh, Jane, thank you so much. You can follow her directly at Jane Slusser, S L U S S E R on the Twitters, or Power the Polls on Twitter as well at Power the Polls. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to the Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.